one of the most profound things about that experience for me was observing the other women who were in the class that from my perspective had absolutely nothing about taking their shirt off and one of them was even completely naked Thank you for tuning in your consciousness to the Naked Human Podcast. I want to acknowledge your presence and what it took for you to be here today listening. My intention for you is that you receive what you came here for and find what you didn't know you needed. This podcast is about what it means to be a human being and what it really means to be naked and how our relationship with mother nature has the power to heal us. My name is Carrie Cott and I'm a nude nature photographer, licensed physician of Chinese medicine, plant guide, and wild woman embodiment mentor. I help women heal from sexual trauma, awaken their authentic voice and distinguish between fear and intuition so they can be led by their deep feminine heart. I bring to life in this podcast my own internal wisdom. I will only share what I've learned and experienced on a personal level. As you listen, I encourage you to take from this what you need and just trash the rest. So happy listening. Hello, hello. The first time I ever got naked non-sexually. Ding! Oi, 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 oi. I don't know if it was really the first, first, first time I ever got naked non-sexually because now I'm recalling that when I was in high school after gym class and basketball and things like There was showering naked collectively in a space with other girls. So I was non-sexual. However, and you know, I imagine I got changed here and there with other people around. But this particular experience that I'm going to share with you was... Not one that I anticipated, and it was definitely a huge impact of where I am now in relationship to nudity, and it definitely planted a seed with now what I do with facilitating nude and nature experiences for women, sharing the medicine of nudity. This moment definitely impacted all of this. So, let's just dive right into it. Oh, and I might have to clarify a few things along the way, so I will do that as I share the story. So there I was, 1912, just kidding. 
I don't know what year it was, but it was many, many, many moons ago and had this really incredible partner and we both like bondage. So bondage being the act of intentionally tying a partner for the purpose of, I'll just share my purpose because everybody's got their own purpose. Uh, bondage also being known as shabari, if you're familiar with that word. Um, but for me, having the experience of this power dynamic play with my partner who is tying me, you know, there's this aspect, a sexual aspect of it, but there, for me, it's, it's like learning how to surrender and trust my partner while still being present to the process and being mindful about what's happening and the ties and paying attention to my body. So if you're being tied up by someone or even yourself, you have to be mindful about where the rope, if you're using rope or something else, like how it's laying against your body. Is it pinching a nerve? Does this feel comfortable here? Like, is this going position going to work for me for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 50 minutes, four hours, whatever? So there's this layer of mindfulness and it's also very sensory. So I am a deep sensory lover. <laughs> I love textures and feelings and touch and just all the different textures that are available to be felt. And for me, it's just a very meditative space. It requires my surrender and also my focus. And it creates connection with my partner. And bonding, bondage, bonding. So my partner and I, we go to this bondage class. And the intention of a bondage class is to get better at the whole process of tying. So tying knots and learning different techniques and becoming more mindful about the process and being aware of things and discovering new things and enhancing communication. Because it requires a whole lot of communication to do this. Well, it doesn't require a whole lot of communication to do it. It's just, it has a great impact. Anyway, so my partner and I, we go to this bondage class and it was my first time actually going to a class. I had ex experienced bondage with my other partners. This was my first time going to an official class. And I, <laughs> I just thought I'm going to wear some, like, just like, I'm just, I'm trying to be like, I just think that <laughs> Some aspect of this feels really vulnerable for me. So um, I was like, I want to wear something sexy, like a sexy bra and sexy underwear, because I knew that I was going to have to disrobe to some some degree to to do this, just to make the bondage easier, the rope tying easier. 
So I picked out this red lacy bra and underwear, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to look so cute, whatever. So <laughs> anyway, we get to class, and mind you, this is my first class. Like I said, I had done it previously with other partners, but I was naked then. But being naked with my partner was one thing, but being naked in a room with other people was not what I was interested in doing. So I get to class, and it's like I take off my my shirt and my pants or whatever the hell I had on, and there I was standing in my sexy bra and my underwear, and the instructor comes up to me, and she asks if I would be comfortable if I had another bra or taking the bra off that I had because it had a wire. It was a wire bra. And so, just an FYI, if you're tying somebody up with rope and they have a wire bra on and you do rope over the wire bra, the wire bra has a potential to jab you and puncture you. Those two things don't go well together. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I do not have another bra. And I was like, I guess I need to take this bra off. So I go into the bathroom. I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I tell my partner. And I go into the bathroom and I take my bra off and I look at myself in the mirror. And it's like I have to have a pep talk with myself because it feels really incredibly vulnerable to be doing this. Like, so much judgment about what my breasts look like. So much. So fucking much. Like, just so much. That I literally go into the bathroom and take my bra off and stand in front of the mirror and breathe. And just, like, find some capacity to assure myself that, like, everything's okay. And then I put my bra back on and I go back out like nothing ever happened. Like I was just going in there, going to the bathroom, right? (laughs) Just had to pee, everybody. No, I wasn't in there giving myself a breast pep talk. (laughs) Uh, But really, that's what happened. So I come out and I take my bra off. And I journey through class and I'm there and it's like, okay, 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 I'm okay, this is okay, still judging myself, finding moments where I wasn't judging myself, where I was being present with actually what what was being learned and discovered and being with my partner, but really hella awkward feeling, totally, I was just really uncomfortable even thinking about it now, I'm just really present to the amount of uncomfortability, and class ends, da-da-da, fast forward. In hindsight of this experience, what I have since discovered and was present to, there was a lot of things happening there that I wasn't even fully aware of in the moment. Like I feel like I was so guided to be there. It's like this mindful orchestration from my inner being of having this experience for what it opened up for me. One, one of the most profound things about that experience for me 
was observing the other women who were in the class that from my perspective had absolutely nothing about taking their shirt off and one of them was even completely naked the other women were topless I mean they had tops you know I just thought about the word topless. Like, you've lost your top. <laughs> like, I have my top. I just don't have a shirt on. <laughs> like, or a bra. Anyway, so that was the sidebar. Words are fascinating, aren't they? All these women, well, again, from my perspective, I didn't actually have conversations with them, so I don't know. I watched them... It was like this liberation and freedom to get naked. And then I had the gift of witnessing how very different all of their bodies were. And yet, they were all willing to become bare and to remove some aspect of themselves. And I realized that I didn't ever really know what naked bodies look like. Because I'd spent a lot of time comparing what my naked body looks like to a whole lot of clothed bodies. And also photoshopped bodies and all that. Every single woman was shaped so entirely different. And yet somehow comfortable being naked that is the thing from that experience that permeated into my beingness into my cells that at the time I wouldn't have and I didn't have the capacity to articulate or even to really get I was much more moving through my own spaces with my own body and like holy shit I did that and wow and the thing is is after I went that initial time I was looking forward to going again because I also got something out of the way but I think because I'm just getting this now is that there was something that got so freed up about being naked and also knowing now that it was a container of safety like, it wasn't, it wasn't an experience of having sex. I've gotten naked having sex. This was non-sexual. Meaning there was no sex in this class. That was not the purpose of this class. The purpose of the class is learning bondage. So it was created in an intentional space. That I could get naked and feel safe. Which was incredibly healing. And while it's happening, not even really knowing it's healing, but knowing like there's something here and I'm feeling different and I'd like to do this again. And then it was like, being really curious about other ways I could be naked. Even though I wasn't like, whoa, what are some other ways I'd be naked? It was just like this internal processing 
like calling me, <laughs> calling me. It was like, oh, tasting something that just tasted really good and just being like, yeah, just thinking about it. You know, it's just there. Gosh, that was so good. Like, and just like it inside of me, calling me for more, 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 more nakedness, more nakedness in a space that I know that I am safe. And also that being really hella important to me based on sexual trauma, based on experiences of being molested, being raped, and then intentionally just violating myself and detaching from sexual experiences after those experiences. So to find myself in this space where there was no sex, was deeply healing. So whether or not this was really the first time I ever got naked non-sexually is, is irrelevant because it is a profound imprint of healing and a foundational component of where I am now. With the medicine of nudity. So for now, this transmission is complete. Thank you for tuning your consciousness to this episode of The Naked Human. However you find yourself, whether it's <sighs> relieved, enlightened, triggered or as if the past minutes were a complete waste of your time it's perfect be present to it and allow it to be the medicine you need i welcome your feedback and heartfelt reflections of how this episode impacted you you can share with me online at the naked human podcast.com and if you're feeling called for a more personalized experience into your nakedness I invite you to join our community of wild women in person or online. You can find more specifics at thenakedhumanpodcast.com. And until next time, bye!